0: Previously,
1: a woman to woman, it's just it's just such a joy being a mother. But it's some challenges to come along with it. But you know, seeing when they seeing when they grow up and they um, bring their children up right and whatever, it just makes it it makes I shouldn't say pain, but sometimes it is pain go away. yes it's challenging things to parenting but it's just it's the fun part too and uh the more fun you give them the easier the parenting will be
0: i believe that with all my heart you know Mm -hmm. that um you know cassidy has flown and traveled around the world with her mother since she was born Mm -hmm. and one year jerry asked cassidy we were we were somewhere and he says cassidy where's your favorite place that you've been around the world with your mother what, what do you like the best? Where's your favorite place? She says, Papa, your lake house with you and Mimi, that's my favorite place in all the world. Mm-hmm. Oh my goodness, that just touched our hearts, that of all the traveling Paris so many times, mm-hmm. Australia, Hawaii, all these places, but the favorite place was to be at Mimi and Papa's lake house with the family. Mm-hmm. So that's what it all boils down to, Yes, is creating that environment of peace and harmony and fun mm-hmm. and uh, putting yourself out there, and all of you just creating those wonderful memories together. Mm-hmm. And that's uh, what, when you're dead and gone, and you know, a long time from now, that's what they will remember is the wonderful times you had together. Yes.
2: Well, Terry and I were with our grandmother, Sibel, when she passed away. And Terry was on one side, I was on the other. And she took her last breath, and it was such an impactful moment for me, thinking that you spend your life trying to acquire all these things, material things, yet at the end of her life, Daddy was on one ear, and he was on a phone, and her daughter was on the other, so she had her two granddaughters and her two children, and that's all she had when she left was her family was standing right there next mm-hmm. to her where she took her last breath. And it was so impactful to me at that moment that we strive all our lives trying to get things, 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 but you're not taking those things with you. Right, And it's, it's that time with your family. And my That's grandmother so good, lived man. across the freeway from me. I mean, she was 10 minutes. And I would go there often and I would take her trash to the um, street for her every week and bring her mail to her and do things for her. But when she passed, I thought, you know, I coulda. I coulda one more time. And oftentimes I would go over there and she was waiting all day to see me just to take her trash out. And it would bring me to tears that I was too busy sometimes Mm because I needed to get home and feed my kids and do things. And I'd be like, Grandma, I'll see you next week. And I would, It's, why not five more minutes? Five more minutes is all she was wanting. Mm -hmm. And you can't live in regret, but I do look back at that. and said, I just wish I'd given her five more minutes. So at the end of our lives, it's like, there's nothing
3: you're taking with you but that family. That's right very impact yeah I mm-hmm. mean think about time being so precious I just heard someone say the other day like their their family lives out of state and they said yeah we only see my parents you know maybe once a year twice a year and they said when you really think about that if the lifespan is 78 85 whatever the lifespan is and you only see your family twice a year and they're already 70 yeah that's only eight more times you're gonna see them. That. Wow. Think of it. That's only 12 more visits you're ever gonna have. Yeah. It just makes wow. you realize.
2: Well, that's yeah. mom's uh, mom is still living. She's 92 in June. Mm-hmm. And she lives up in Arkansas. And it's a good little guy for me. But I'm going there tomorrow to visit her. And I make the effort because I never know if the last time I see her, if that's the last time. Right. So it's not convenient. It's not, you know, it, it, it's an adjustment in my schedule. It's very rural where she lives. There's no Wi-Fi. No. <laughs> so you go into withdrawals because you can't even use your phone in her house. <laughs> but she's worth that to me. I'm like, you know, I could spend a weekend driving up to see my grandma because that's how much I love her and honor her and value her in my life. And I, I do it every three or four months
1: hmm Amen. 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 Praise God. See, we, sh- we should have made an agreement that you wouldn't make your mom cry. Oh, <laughs> that's <laughs> impossible. I know.
3: Impossible. Oh, my goodness. I need a makeup artist out here fixing me, <laughs> making me, you know. She was crying when she put the mic on. <laughs> oh, my goodness.
0: And Deborah I'm so honored that you thought of me the very first for your program on Mothers. That just touches me. She gets our vote.
1: (laughs) She has my My, (laughs) vote. My
2: husband last night, he goes, your parents are just amazing people. I said, no, I have the best parents in the world. And he goes, no, you do. I said, no, I do. I really, really have the best parents in the world. Like, you know, all the teenage stuff I went through with my mom and us arguing and whatever, it's like all that's so, you can't be blessed with offense in your heart. Mm -hmm. You forget all the dumb junk you argued over. And you know, Terry and I have endeavored the last, our adult years, the last 20 something years of our our lives to honor mom and dad Mm -hmm. for the godly example that they've shown us. And I I do that, I try to do Mm -hmm. that and show mom honor because mom really is the one that raised us. Like we said, dad was gone 21 days a month out of our childhood. And mom had to do all the work and you don't see that as a kid. You know, I used to think, well, it's your job, do it. <laughs> like you're supposed to do that. <laughs> and now that I have six, I'm like, it's your job, do it. <laughs> but I do my best to honor my mother. and. Um, And I pray that my lifestyle and who I am as a person, that that my life and my character is saved. Hey, I turned out pretty good, Mom, thank you. Yes, you both
0: have. (laughs) That is the honor, to see you living your life the way that you both do now. It's just, there is no greater honor on earth than a parent can receive. That's our heritage of faith, passing it down,
1: And it makes it People worth it all. She's a
2: great grandma.
1: She's a great grandma. hmm Oh, yeah. <laughs> she's a great woman. So that was, she's a great all-around woman. Um, you know, not that many women I can say that about, but I can say that about Carolyn Saville. Oh,
3: you're so precious. Thank you. Thank you. Well, Miss Deborah, can we say something about mom real quick that yes. hearing and I both agree on? one of the biggest examples that mom has been for us is in the area of generosity and giving Um, usually when when we've spoken at things and people say how do you sum up your mom in one word we always say generous she's a giver but her lifestyle of giving has impacted us so much Mm -hmm. and it started when we were little and mom and dad were first learning about the word of faith and how to believed that God had more for their lives and they were in poverty and basically had nothing. But watching mom our whole lives, if she ever has a need, she always sows a seed. And so even with our beds, when we were little, our little, we needed bedding. Well, the beds we had were terrible, so she just gave everything we had away. (laughs) And then God blessed us with better bedding beds. Um, She did that with everything. And so our whole lives, she's been a living example of, if you have a need, sow a seed. Yes. That you're never without the seed to produce what you need. Exactly.
2: Yeah. I appreciated that they included us in their faith projects because mm-hmm. that's how we learned. Right. Yes. And when that mom and dad really ever set us down and was like, okay, we're gonna start Genesis. Mm-hmm. and But it was a lifestyle that they taught us along the way. And it made Terry and we want to be like that, yeah. and I believe we are. Terry and I are big givers because we were taught that by
0: their example. Well, as children, when, when you don't have beds, and you don't have a sofa to sit on, and you don't have food in the pantry to eat, and you have to go to God to believe God for it, well, that's how we learn to sow that seed and we did include the girls. We'd write our little prayers and petitions, and the girls couldn't even write, and they would just S- squiggle, <laughs> just squiggle their names and make marks mm-hmm. and funny little drawings and stuff, but that was their signature of us praying and believing God for whatever our need was. Mm-hmm.
1: And uh, yeah.
0: I loved being able to include you in that because we were learning mm-hmm. at the same time, and. Uh, What a foundation you both got. Marked us for life. Yeah. And then we
2: taught our children. Mm -hmm. I mean it blesses me when my he was eighteen at the time. He's working at a grocery store, my son, and he brings his tithe to me. Mm -hmm. He says, Mom, put this in your ministry. I mean that is such a blessing to know that I raised him. He knows the importance of tithing and giving. But I learned it all
3: from Mm -hmm. him. Yeah, to this day, in the ministry, anything—if there's a need, well, well, let's sow a seed. Let's get some more seed in the ground. Right.
1: Well, Ancient let me mom. let me share with you. <laughs> let me share with you a, a little story that I don't know if you girls know about it or not, but um, that I experienced with your mom, as far as being a giver. Um, your, your parents were our introduction to. Um, a, uh, to the believers ministry minister what is the conference ministers conference in Fort Worth with Kenneth Copeland now we knew had known Kenneth Copeland for a while but in order to get into the conference you had to imita- had an invitation so your parents had us come to their house and they they were taking us with them to the conference and uh Texas was so cold that day that's your mom. Now you know my size, and your mom, you know, you know your mom's size. Your mom pulled out her mink jacket or coat to give me to put on, and <laughs> my, you know, it was just so short on me. But her heart, <laughs> her heart was to make sure that I was comfortable and warm
0: yeah.
1: coming to to her state, mm-hmm. and um, you know, it was just. Everybody doesn't do that You know you, a lot of people will say well you should have bought something warmer <laughs> <laughs> <not>
2: your
1: <laughs> But your mom was so I mean she was just so into No, you have to be warm uh, <laughs> And it was just it was just so touching and so real it was just her yeah, it, was, it was it was it was just like, okay, we're going to solve this problem today. <laughs> you,
2: you probably don't remember that, yet it marked oh, her. Right. That. Yeah.
0: Mm-hmm. No. That's well, That's why you're so blessed. Oh, uh-huh. God's good. She lives Yes, yep. when you've come from nothing, and you've had nothing, and to learn God's Word and to mm-hmm. know that by loving Him and devoting and giving yourself to Him, that He causes all good things to come your way, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. So that your seed does grow up to become a harvest, mm-hmm. you know, in life. And that's in yes. every area of your life. Whatever you sow in every area, you reap the harvest. So, oh, what wonderful God we have to yes. reveal word to us like that.
1: Yeah. And, and, you know, for the ladies that are watching us today, That's available to you, too. We're not special beings. No, we're
0: not special.
1: We're all God's favorites. And all we have to do is you have to activate what God has already provided, have to be receptive of it. You know, so many people have got get to the place where they want to explain everything that God has said or not. you know, especially in nowadays, they're trying to explain away everything. And God, the Bible says he never changes. So what he says never changes. And so you have to learn how to just accept what God has said and do what's necessary in your own life to get to the place where you need to be with God and so that nothing moves you off of what God has said. It it doesn't matter what's going on around you, what God has said about you, about your children, about your family, if you will hold tight to what God has said, you will see the results happen in your life. About your finances, about everything. Because God is not a liar. Everybody else can be a liar, and usually are, but God will never lie to you. He always tells you the truth. He loves you. He sees you as his son and his daughter. And um, he's going to do, you know, just like I would. If I had the money to buy my house, my, my children, a house of their dreams, I would do it. Guess what? God has it. So the only reason you don't have it is because you haven't accepted it. You haven't received it. You haven't received God as the God of your life. And, um, you know, you kind of get, put this other stuff out, uh, out of your life that's not God. And just lean into him. And whatever you need, he's got it. He has your back. He has your front. He has everything about you. And as long as you will give it to him, he'll do it. He told me, oh, it's probably been about a couple years now. He told me one day, he said, if there's any area of your life where you are not experiencing my goodness, it's because you kicked me out of that area.
0: Oh, that's wonderful.
1: And, you know, when he said that, it was like, oh, my gosh. So now you in a hurry to open all the doors to make sure you didn't close, kick him out, you know, and that's how you do it when you, how, how you end up kicking him out is when you define, you make your de- definition more important than God's definition. You know, your word or somebody else's word more important than God's word. Then you have kicked him out of that area of your life. So you know, to have the, and Carolyn, I'm pretty sure that if nobody has verbalized it to you, they probably has have thought it. Um, and because somebody had just told me recently that I make it look so easy. Well, I think it, I, I don't think, I know why it looks easy. And that's because I made a decision a long time ago. And so now my, my aim is to stick to that decision. No matter who, who or what is, your opinion is or what you're saying about me, I'm sticking to a decision that I made a long time ago about what God said to me and what God said to, uh, about me. And it makes so much of a difference. It makes all the difference. All of it. Yeah. That's good. Yes. Amen. Yeah, this was
3: fun. Mm-hmm. Yeah? <laughs> Thanks for bringing us all together. This was yeah. a treat for us. Yeah. <laughs> I live about two hours from Terry. Mm-hmm. So it's nice to get to come up and yeah. Be together. We're mm-hmm. to be together. Yeah. 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 When I texted mom yesterday, saying I'm so happy y'all are coming to my offices, and she said, "Oh, this makes this mama's heart so happy." I didn't be with my two girls today. This is this is rare.
0: Yeah. You know. But you know, Deborah, to encourage the mothers out there that are listening, that didn't have a godly example in front yes. of them, they can make that decision today yes. to change it, mother that they want to be. Just by choice. Yes. Their choice. They can choose. I wasn't raised this way, but I can choose to raise my children the way that I want to raise them by what I see in God's Word and by what mm-hmm. I see through godly women like you, Deborah, as their pastor and as their example. Mm-hmm. And so uh, going to God every day and, and following after you as that example, they can become what they see in God's Word and raise their children now according to that pattern that they see.
3: You know, I've I've heard Joyce Meyer even talk about, you know, what a dysfunctional family she was raised in and how she was so just upset and hurt about it. And she wanted so bad to have Mm -hmm. a good functional relationship with her mom. And finally the Lord told her, stop trying to get something from your mom that she's incapable of giving but instead, you be the kind of mom you wish you had. Right. So she just chose, well, this is how I'm gonna raise my kids, mm-hmm.
1: you know? That's good. Mm-hmm. Yep, that's great, amen, mm-hmm. amen. So the, the, the object, one of the objects of the day uh, is that just learn how to put God first in your life. You know, and as, as you learn as a woman how to put God first, You're teaching your children how to put God first and you know when a person has gotten to the place and they made a decision that God is going to be first and that means everything that happens in your life you you talk to God about it and you yield to God about it when you do that you can have you can have success in every area of your life there is no no human being that does not want success Everybody wants success. It's just that we're going about it different ways, and there's only one way to get to success, and yes. that's God's way. That's and in right. order to get it God's way, then you have to put Him first. Yes, that's
2: good. Another point I was thinking when you said that is, oftentimes we can get in the comparison trap mm-hmm. of seeing other mothers do it a certain way. And and you don't do it that way. Well, God's created you and given you the gifting and the skills to be the mother that you're called to be. Yes. And if you're leaning and relying on Him, then He's gonna equip you to do it with your personality, your style. My mom only had two girls. I have five sons and one daughter. Mm -hmm. Mom could not handle five sons. She couldn't. No way. God gave her what she could handle, (laughs) and there were days she could barely handle that. (laughs) But God gives you the gifting and the anointing to do you and do motherhood the way you do it. So you don't have to look to the left or to the right, oh, you know, there's Susie Homemaker who crafts with her children every day or makes (laughs) home-cooked meals every day. Don't get in condemnation about being that. You just be the mother that God saw.
1: Yes. Now, Terry
2: and I are completely different parenting. I mean, she put Cassidy to sleep and sang songs to her and prayed with her and, you know, had a baby monitor. And I'm like, get in bed. And I mean, (laughs) Terry can tell you, my kids would be like one sleeping on the staircase. Really I did. mean, wherever, I was hanging off the stuff yes. but, yes. but wherever you're at, just go to sleep and shut up. <laughs> I, <know>. no,
3: <laughs> I would visit her, and I would walk over a kid on the stairs, but did you know one of your kids is I'm like, asleep? he's asleep. He's fine. <laughs> he's Don't worry fine. about
0: it. <laughs> <laughs>
2: So, you know, you have your own style, your own way. Yes, you can read books on how to be a, mother, a better mother and all this stuff. Hey, I did do home-cooked meals. Thinking. I did do that. Oh she did not. She did fast food. But um, just don't get in combination as a, as a mother, yes. looking at other mothers. Comparing, uh, comparing yourself. It's the worst the It is. So just be parenting. you and ask the Holy yes. Spirit, how can I be? the best mother for my children. Yes. I feel so honored. I say that when my child has a birthday, I always say, I'm so glad that God picked me to be your mama. <laughs> I tell them that on every birthday, that out of all the moms in the world, he picked me to be mm-hmm. your your mother. So I think if you don't get in comparison at looking at other mothers, right. then you can be the best mother you're called to Yeah, so.
0: yeah.
3: glad god gave me to be your daughter i was telling mom
2: that driving over here mom and dad have so many spiritual kids you know a lot of people call them mom and dad and i've never had a problem with that you know people call my dad dad or her mom i heard someone yesterday at the office calling her mom i don't i don't care but you know what there's only two Jerry and Terry, we are yeah. their flesh and blood, and I know my position and my place, I'm like y'all can all call them mom and dad, but mm-hmm. God, Terry and Jerry to be their
0: kids.
1: Right. And And you know, Jerry, that is so um, important because I think that's, I believe that's, I, I know that's the answer to a whole lot of issues. You know, when people say they're being bullied and they're being that and whatever, nobody wants to be bullied or whatever. But when you know that you know that who God made you to be and that's right. who you are, it doesn't matter what anybody else says. It may hurt that's you, right. whatever, but it's that's not right. gonna change who you are or who God created you to be. And so it when you when you get to the place where you can realize this is me. Right. And the only person I need to account to about this me is God, yes. and once God um, accepts that, when you marry, when your husband, of course, I, I've told women that there's only one person on earth that gets to stress me out, and that's my husband. Nobody else gets to stress me out. <laughs> I, I'm not dealing with it. I will, you know, allow him to stress me out, and then I count on God to straighten him out. But, <laughs> but you know, it's just when you know that you know. That you are doing what God called you to do, and you're being the person that God has called you to do, and that God is open to discipline you and correct you. You won't be, you won't be so um, crushed when somebody says something about you that you know it's not true. Yes. You know, you know it's not true, and even if it is true, it's not their business. It's between you and God. Right. Because <laughs> they can't change you. Only God yeah. can, and that's only if you allow Him to. Um, so, when you know that you know that you know who God created you to be, um, you're not going to be upset about other people that's trying to say, you know, but well, that's my mama, that's my daddy. Well, you you know, you could just laugh at them, you think so, but, you know, uh, <laughs> especially spiritual children, sometimes the moment you discipline them, they run off,
0: <laughs>
1: never to see them again. Yeah. You know, so, uh, but being that person that God has called you to be, and just you constantly working at being a better version of, what God, of who you are today, so yes. that you're better tomorrow, because that's what God is requiring of you, then you are not gonna be so moved by other people, positively or negatively. Because mm-hmm. um, that's, that's very important, that one of the things that um, uh, Dad Hagen used to tell us was that never re- don't believe your own publicity. You know yeah. what people come up to you and they say you are great those usually are the very people that stab you in the back um, but God never stabs you in the back he's always there for you yes. you know if I could say it this way he's your number one fan <laughs> so true. Yeah. It's
0: true.
1: Mm-hmm. yeah I want to
2: honor you as a mother you have some amazing children thank you yes. I love your kids
1: they're great yes. they love yes. you all too
2: <laughs> You are an awesome mom. Yes. But I've always looked up to you. I thought you're just just the classy, amazing, Lovely. strong woman who's been through things, yet you come out on the other side Victorious. with grace and beauty in the process. So thank you for being the mother that you are.
0: Yes. We honor you, you today, Deborah. Yeah. Thank you. We certainly do. You've raised
3: beautiful, glorious children.
0: Mm
1: -hmm. I told her
3: last summer she has that motherly presence when she walks in the room where you just want to hug her. And last summer she had the mask on, but I was like, I just need a hug. (laughs) She's just got that motherly nature. I think that's why we've connected, Deborah and I, Mm is because our
0: relationship around our family, because I know she loves her family Mm -hmm. like I love my family, Mm -hmm. and she knows the same thing about me. So that's why we've always had a wonderful Mm -hmm. connection. With one another is yes. because we relate to one another mm-hmm. as uh, ministers and as uh, mothers.
1: That's true, and as as being in this walk of life for so long, you know, I got healed when I was two, um, and uh, off my deathbed, and so I I've been, been. This is this has been my whole life, you know, and. Um, and I know the same thing is for Carolyn. It's um, this is her life. It's living for God. So um, when you see, when you when you feel that kindred spirit at that point, because a lot of people, I don't know, they probably told you the same thing, Carolyn. How you don't love God as much as I do because you haven't. He hasn't <laughs> delivered you from as much. Um, <laughs> where did you? Where, <laughs> I oh. praise him because he didn't have to deliver me from that.
0: Exactly. You yes. know.
1: Uh, yeah. So, you know, and that's another comparison type of thing that people would try to do to you. And I was like, oh, yeah, if that's what you think. It's not worth me taking the time to try to rebuff you or whatever. Um, <laughs> I know who God is to me. I know that he's my father and uh, that He lo- he just, he's always that's there. Just- He's always there for me, and um, if anybody, if nobody else is there, God is, and because of that, I owe Him my life, and I will serve Him every day of my life, and um, nobody's going to talk me out of it. Yeah. Nobody. Amen.
2: (laughs) Yes. (laughs)
1: So thank you so much for being with us today, uh, for joining us today for this episode of Woman to Woman, and we just wanted to let you know that we're going to see you next week. God bless you, and make sure you honor your mothers. God bless you. I love you. Thank you.
3: questions you've had about dating, marriage, and friendships have gone unanswered. This book will put these questions to rest and put you on solid ground in your interpersonal relationships. Do you want to learn how to navigate successfully through life's changing seasons with its crossroads and uncharted waters? Find the information you need for a happy journey in establishing godly relationships through marriage and family. Order your copy today.